Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show. Coming to you on this Sunday, September 11th, 2022. Hopefully it finds you staying safe and staying sweaty all at the same time. On today's episode, we are doing a Q&A session here. Uh, couple style, taking the questions you guys submitted on Instagram and answering them back to you and kind of cohorting all the things that come into our queue from Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email, and everywhere in between, and giving it back to you and hopefully providing some value along the way. Before I kick into some of our housekeeping stuff, again, obviously, it is September the 11th, and again, most of you guys are old enough to remember probably where you were at at that period of time in life. Uh, some of you like around my age, probably like high school, college, obviously you guys who are older, probably working and then you younger kids, uh, maybe you didn't know what's kind of really going on in the magnitude of, you know, that day and kind of the events obviously moving forward. And I threw this up on Instagram, uh, and I'll just share it here, obviously, since today is on the day, it was just the transcribed post from, uh, Todd Beamer. And it's the famous saying, if you guys aren't familiar, you can go to my Instagram and check it out. It's, are you guys ready? Let's roll. Like that's the, the famous last words that he said. And I wrote this on Instagram and I'm to share it here real quick. The only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. Um, it's actually like a super famous quote. I'm going to butcher whoever said it. Uh, if you guys want to Google fact check it. But the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to stand by and do nothing. And it goes on to say, are you guys ready? An airphone operator heard Todd Beamer, a Wheaton College graduate, ask if his fellow passengers on United Flight 93 just before they revolted against the Al-Qaeda hijackers that morning 20 years ago. And his last words were, let's roll. The four hijackers on Flight 93 likely intended to crash the Boeing 757 into the Capitol or the White House. The 9-11 Commission later determined, as passengers stormed the comp cockpit, the hijackers tried to knock them off balance by steering the plane sharply to the left and the right. A cockpit voice recorder captured the sound of fighting, shouting, breaking glass, and plates. Still, the passengers continued their assault. At 10.03 a.m., the plane hurtled almost upside down into a field in western Pennsylvania going 580 miles per hour, killing all 33 passengers and seven crew members on board, leaving the crater of scorched earth some 20 minutes of flying time from its presumed target in Washington. So I just share that because it's one of the more badass things I've ever read and heard, and I couldn't imagine being on a plane where, like, that is the reality. And these guys basically were like, hey, you know, here's how it's going down, and, like, fuck it, let's roll. Let's take this thing down so it can't hurt anybody else. So pretty badass. Um, so I just wanted to share that with all of you guys today on 9-11 because America, even though it ain't perfect, still the most biggest badass fucking country of all time. So with that said, quick housekeeping tips and we'll get into this. One, our 34-day ab and core challenge is kicking off here tomorrow, September the 12th. You guys want to check it out? Link is in the show notes, jeremyscottfitness.app slash challenge, 34 days, 34 workouts, 100 different exercise variations, and I coach you every step of the way. Um, we walk you through everything, a lot of nutrition stuff in there. You can ask me anything I get right back to you and you can do it for a buck. I believe this is the last month of the full dollar trial for the app. We're going to do, I believe it's going to be 
either like a dollar for seven days or you get like a free seven days and that will be it. So this 30 day nonsense is going away. Happy to help you guys, but obviously we're not going to do that forever. So if you want to get down, this is a great chance. You get full access to everything in the app. I have put so much stuff in there. Um, and we continue to load all my weekly workouts. There's full programs, mobility, upper body, lower body, metcons, how-to videos, hotel workouts, you name it. It's in there. You're not going to find a better deal for the price. And if you, you know, you're making excuses of why you can't be active or can't be fit. Um, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings, but it's complete bullshit at this point. We've made this affordable for everyone. If you buy it for a year, it's less than a dinner out um, at like Applebee's honestly. So uh, check it out. Jeremy's got fitness.app slash challenge. You guys can get down today. Um, and our quick sponsors, our homies at Athletic Greens. It's the one thing I take every single day. You guys already know. Athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you a year's supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first order. This will replace your multivitamin. This has a probiotic in there, a digestive enzyme in there. It's the antioxidant equivalent to 10 to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables. It's a simple pack or a simple scoop. You throw in some water, you shake it, and you slam it. You don't got to take 14 different pills. This is going to cover the gaps in your nutrition. It'll help you guys feel better. It builds the immune system. It's giving the body all the things it's not getting in the diet naturally. Obviously, you got to eat real food, but you're not going to eat enough variety to get everything. That's why I take it. If you want to try it 100% for free, just ask. Shoot us a DM, send me an email, reach out to us however you can. Don't feel strange or weird about it. We will send it to you 100% for free. Again, there's no excuse not to. If you've been curious, you want to try it, well, I want to buy it, but I'm not sure how it tastes. We're solving the problem for you. Reach out to me. We'll send you the free pack. And if you just want to get down and you trust me because it is the best tasting greens on the planet, athleticgreens.com slash Jeremy Scott gets you all the free stuff already. Otherwise, ask for the free sample today. And let's do one more here. We'll do our friends at Beam uh, CBD, beamtlc.com. 20% off all products, 35% off subscriptions when you put in the code Jeremy Scott. This is the CBD brand and the company we work with. I like to take the Dream product most nights. Heather takes it, I believe, almost every single night. You want to try it? Message us. We'll send you about three nights worth free. You can try it, see if it helps you get to sleep, and more importantly, stay asleep, and then get all the discounts from us from there. Uh, honestly, it's not habit-forming. Uh, you don't wake up feeling groggy. There's no negative side effects with it. You will not fill a drug test that's THC-free. Uh, it's just a natural sleep aid to what you're already doing. It puts you guys in a good routine. And honestly, if it can help you recover faster and feel better, help your hormones regulate because sleep is a huge part of that, uh, why not give it a shot? So if you want to check it out, beamtlc.com, put in the code Jeremy Scott. Otherwise, ask us for the free samples, and we'll ship them out ASAP. All the other sponsors are in the show notes. Our friends at JLab Pro, where we get our protein, collagen, turmeric, our krill oils, kettle and fire bone broth, our friends at Sleeve Sold Separately, and Dry Farms Wines. You guys can pick that stuff up there. So, we are talking about questions. Relationships. Yes. With whatever it is. Today. You wrote, this is in honor of our eighth wedding anniversary. <laughs> Yeah, did you forget? Um, I don't know the number, yeah. Yeah, it'll I'm be... Bad. I sometimes forget your birthday. I'm it. close. I know you do. I usually check um, Facebook. No, it's eight years. We've been together yeah, for like... 9-14-2014. You're not great at it either, though. Sometimes you forget. Anyways, our anniversary <laughs> is coming up on the 14th, so... Wednesday. Yeah, typically we like to do... 
well, COVID messed up our tradition of traveling usually around our anniversary, but this year with work, travel and other personal trips and other obligations, um, we won't be traveling on our anniversary, but I do have a a quick Newport Beach trip um, at the end of the month for work, and so I invited you to come with me, so we're going to celebrate our anniversary during that weekend, um, but I thought it would be helpful to do a relationship episode, take some of your questions. Obviously, we're not experts on relationships, but we do have... But who is, though? You no know? one is, and no one has a perfect relationship. Um, and if they say they do, run they're the other lying. way. Yes. <laughs> And, but we do have experience of being together for 13 years or four, 14, 14 years, right? It's like 15. No. How long have you lived here? What year 14. did you move here? It's 14. 2009? Two, 2008. See, when you're old, you start to forget <laughs> the, anyway. the days. It's been a long time. It's a fr- I met you the third day I lived here. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, I've been trapped ever since. Here I am. But again, your memory is starting to go. I just say the old stuff because like <clears throat> I wrote down old people injuries on my post-it. That's my only note for this podcast. Because um, can I talk about your injuries? <laughs> and then I'll, I'll do mine first. So like knock on wood, um, I've been super lucky uh, in my life to not have any like catastrophic uh, injuries. Obviously what I do, you know, playing sports my whole life and then obviously doing this. Uh, your body is is your business, you know, for lack of a better word. At this point, obviously, I have enough stuff curated, and I can coach and, and do things if I if I couldn't move around. But obviously, it's it's my passion. It's what I love to do. And the last two things I did to hurt myself um, happened in my kitchen and not in the gym. <laughs> One, I burned my forearm. I don't even think I know this. Were you too embarrassed you can to still, tell me? You can still <laughs> see that one right there. It's that like now it's just a red streak. I burned it on our air fryer. Um, like a dumbass trying to reach my hand in, um, and then it, it clicked the edge of it. And you it got br- too excited for your tater tots. Yeah. Um, what was in there? It was either that or wings. I think maybe it was wings. Either one. It, who doesn't love wings and tater tots? Um, but I burned the shit out of my wrist. That one wasn't as bad. It just it hurt and it peeled, <clears throat> and I put a bandaid on it. And then if you guys have ever had Grillo's pickles, they're oh, yeah. they're literally <laughs> the best pickles ever. But for some reason, they put them in like this no human can open container. Uh, and I mean that like they have a little plastic clip and then you have to really wrench underneath it. It's like the most difficult plastic container that was ever made to open. It's like, it's like they think they have like drugs in there for kid, like, like kids (laughs) aspirin. And they're trying to like, you know, child proof it, except it's adult proof. They are the best pickles. I think it's to keep them fresh maybe. Yeah. And they're the best like fermented, no chemical pickles, the real deal that actually help with your gut health. So we always buy them. And so anyway. we had, um, our friends had just had, had friends that stopped by, um, cause they were in the neighborhood and, you know, so we hang out with them and the night went way longer and I'm like, well, shit, I haven't even eaten yet for the day. You it did was, have a couple of drinks. I think that was part of it too. <laughs> um, you had some whiskey with Jeff and, um, that's probably part of it. And I hadn't, I hadn't eaten yet. And it's probably like, what time did I leave? Eight o'clock. Which is already like, it's like past my bedtime on a Sunday. And uh, so I'm like, okay, I'm just going to grill quick and I'll get these pickles out. And they're br- brand new, fresh. I go to open them and with my index finger and I lift up and I'm not shitting you guys, rips off my whole nail. I mean the entire thing. So gross. Comes detached where I can see 
like multiple centimeters down to my very nail bed. And uh, it just makes my body shiver. <laughs> I thought first, and it hurt like shit, first of all, for about three days. It was brutal. Um, I kept taping it up during workouts. And I thought like, you know, you ever watch like, um, like Vampire Diaries or like these supernatural movies? I'm like, well, maybe I have this power that this nail will magically like heal back to my body and it will stay. And so I would like put a bandaid on every night and I would get up and I'd look and I'm like, oh, it looks like it's connected. And then something would happen and I'd flip it again and it would hurt like shit. And then eventually um, the whole thing came off. And so now it looks like some kind of, you see my finger? Ew, it's it looks so like gross. I won't even look. It looks like some kind of animal gnawed at it and chewed at it. And so now it's like a, a wrinkly, just like I love how he trash. like mentions Vampire Diaries and like most of the dudes on this would never watch that show. Most women probably, um, maybe in their teenage years or 20 year olds watch it. First of all, um, two things. One, uh, Vampire Diaries is awesome. I mean, I really liked it. Vampire Diaries is Friday Night Lights without football. Yeah, pretty much. It's One Tree Hill without basketball. Yeah. Um, second, every person on here, and I don't care who you are, you've watched Twilight. It's way worse. <laughs> Twilight is a thousand times worse than Vampire Diaries. Agree? No, I, I really liked Vampire Diaries. It's I just didn't show. know if they knew Dude. that example. It's First of all, it's like, again... Because Heather's been watching Friday Night Lights lately a lot. Yeah. Every time I turn, I go, where is this high school in Texas? I know. Where these... First of all, Tim Riggins and the show, because we looked all this up. He's he's 25 when he's filming it. So these are grown (laughs) adults acting as high school kids. Where are they? Like, where is this school with these beautiful... The most beautiful people ever? And very mature. Yes. So you watch, like, (laughs) Vampire Diaries. These two vampire dudes, like, live on their own or with their uncle. The most beautiful two guys you've ever seen. Every girl is a smoke show on the whole show. Everybody's beautiful. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? It just draws you in. And it's a good story. It got you hooked. I like the supernatural type shit when it's like when they do it right. Mm-hmm. Twilight was a little weird for me, but whatever. Anyways, quit talking shit about me. Um, and then Heather, yesterday, damn near broke oh. her ankle here uh, doing uh, fake cheerleading. Or what do you want to call it? You're... You were doing your okay. high school cheer routine in here by yourself and almost broke your neck. Okay. Yes, it's true. It was like, uh, thank God, it was after the group had already left. I filmed it, but I'm not going to share with you guys. So, well, basically, um, after the groups left and we we're getting ready to film the content because I help him on Saturdays and film everything. And so... Eye of the Tiger came on, and that was my Battleground High School song, and I was a cheerleader just for basketball because I played soccer um, for the basketball team. So then, anyways, it came on, and it just brought me back. So I just started just busting out my old cheer routine, um, and then I was like, gosh, let me see how high my cheer kicks are because I really have been killing it with my mobility these days. Try out the high kick. Not and I did probably like what five in a row, and then the last one I step back down and I step on a kettlebell because we didn't pick up the equipment yet from the group. There's session. stuff all over the floor, you guys. Yeah, and I'm like, what an idiot! And I freaked out because then I immediately hit the floor and I like rolled my ankle. Thank God it wasn't worse. And I'm like, all right, so there it is. I'm 36 and apparently I can't really uh do this anymore or have to have a really safe environment um 
So I'm feeling it today. And of course, I signed up for this 10K trail run in Flagstaff. So I've been training for that. And my goal was to run, do a long run today. That didn't happen because my ankle is kind of swollen and it's sore. So I just went on a walk. Um, but yeah, just be careful out there if you are <laughs> trying to relive some of your glory days. Um, just uh, make sure that there's no nothing in your way. <laughs> it's crazy to look up all the things like that would be the stuff, you know, like not when you're sprinting. Not well, it when... scared the crap out of me because I was like, well, immediately you, you could feel, feel it. it. And I caught myself at the very moment where it could have gone either way and thankfully I still have fast reflexes so those kicked in and I was able to kind of not make it severe Um, but anyways that's just another fun thing that happens when you get older (laughs) it's uh but again that's anybody that's any time no matter what those are just random things but I always find it weird like like those are the injuries that tend to happen and not when you're doing something that's super specific in the gym but here we are today um you just want to roll into the questions or how you want to kick this show off yeah so these are questions that you guys sent in some of these uh applicable to some of you guys all of you guys obviously at some point you've probably been in a relationship you are in one or you're going to be in one and it doesn't just mean like with you and like your partner, this could be with you and your friend. Or you and yourself, the relationship with yourself. And and the way I look at it, when people say, again, terminology, you can interchange it, like your relationship with food, your relationship with alcohol, your relationship with drugs, like all these things matter. Like that's how I look at everything. Your relationship with social media, with TV, with like everything. And and again, I, I think I shared this the other day. You know, if you can't go a certain amount of time without something, like, do you have control over that thing or does that thing have control over you? And that's a, it's a tough one for people to answer, obviously. And I mean, not all, you know, I don't want to say like addictions, but like obsessions are negative. Sometimes they can be positive, you know? Well, and just because I was listening to a podcast earlier this morning, it was like a, the Skinny Confidential and it's like a couple's podcast and they had, I forget his name, but they were talking about like the phone addiction and just the obsession with always having it on you. And some of the, like we've talked about it and we try to set our boundaries and I need to be better about it. You're pretty good for the most part. Um, but my point is, is that they were talking about how, how bad it is and, and just the dopamine hit and how we're just constantly needing that dopamine and we're getting it. It's like an addiction. It's like the new drug, you know, is our phone. And so you're hearing more and more, I feel like, awareness around that dopamine release and why people are and, and how these companies are catering to that, to the audience of people that are seeking that out, which is most people. And that's why they're on their phones 24-7. So it just made me freaked out and um, I told him before we started this podcast, like, I just, I really want to be better about it. Cause it does, it affects the relationship you have with yourself. And if you are with a partner, it can steal, it just robs you of being present in the moment. And that's, I think the hardest challenge that most of us feel in this modern world. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'll steal a, a David Jack here. Like he's the first person who like ever like literally to me is like just be where you are dude 
like, I remember we had an, ev- an event and I couldn't make it. And he's like, you know, obviously he's fitness Jesus, but he's like, you know, it doesn't matter, dude, just wherever you're at, just be there. Don't worry about getting here. Don't worry about coming here. If you got to be with your community or with your family or whatever, just be where you are. And I say it that way because when you, when you phrase it in, in that context, be where you are. I, I've sat in, in, this is no knock anybody, but even like, like family of ours, like I've walked into a room and, and three people are all on their phones staring at their screens. You might as well be 5,000 miles away because yeah. you're, you're not, you're not there. You, and that's where qu- the quality of the time matters more than the quantity of the time to me. Well, my husband's home for six hours a day. Yeah, but he's watching football, drinking beers, playing fucking Call of Duty, and then he's on his phone. Does that really mean he's there? And that's that's a huge thing. Those are really wise words and such a great reminder. And for people, I think with social media, you they your relationship with the phone becomes unhealthy. And I'm not saying everybody, but there's a huge number of people in my industry. Obviously, uh, if I'm talking like an older person, like a younger demographic, people who are in like the early 20s or teens, it's validation. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I posted this. I got so many likes. I got so many comments. This means I'm special. This means I'm great. This, this is an awesome thing. And let me keep chasing that. So if I posted this thing that did good, let me keep posting more of it. And I understand the business model behind that. Like, you know, you kind of play the game. I go, but that's a, it's a, it, that's what it is. It's a game. It's not reality. Mm-hmm. Well, if I post this, like, again, if it's like me, I'm going to post a shirtless video, like in the sun, it's going to do better than if I just have a hoodie on and doing whatever. And obviously we do it for eyeballs to see, but I'm not doing that going, oh, well, man, I'm fucking awesome because this many people liked it. They were talking about eye candy and how that's like so addictive. And most men actually, it's like the version, the new version of porn basically is like Instagram, like the booty photos and basically borderline showing it all. And, um, (laughs) but yeah, it just made me think of you. It's a whole, like eye candy. (laughs) It's a whole, I mean, dude. Well, first of all, can I, I need to share two things. I'm going to forget if I don't write this down. Um, this is important. One of them's really gross. They were, but going back, they were saying women, they'll have, this is like a generalization. So not everybody, I'm not saying everybody, but a big percentage of people, they think as women tend to look at other women and compare themselves to their life and their body and their, what they don't have. And, and so it's like just such a toxic and I'm guilty of it too. I think all of us are at some, to some extent or at some point. And so it's like being aware of that and um, knowing how it's affecting you. But going back to eye candy. <laughs> well, it's because we're, we're on, we post on, on TikTok and I don't, I don't understand a lot of the things and whatever shows up in your feed. I think I follow like five people. So there's only five people, but it gives you whatever, every time you open your phone, it takes you right to the stuff. And the other day, it's some lady on there. I say lady because she's probably in her 50s. Um, you're not a girl anymore. In your 50s. You're just, you're a lady. You're like, you know, you're not, you're not a little kid. And I say that because she's wearing like a little kid outfit. And her tits are just like all up in the screen. And then if you click the profile, I'm like, how many people follow this lady? It was like 800,000. Every picture is is the zoomed in this lady's mm-hmm. tits. Every single it's one. It's disgusting. And again, I'm not like, if that makes her feel good, I'm not judging. Like, respect if that's no, your business or whatever. I just think it's so wrong what... Well, again, who am I to judge them, though? Yeah. If, if that's how you pay your bills or what you do... I guess like, it just worries me about the younger generations and how... Well, I, I get that. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to be nice. Okay. Well, I'm just well, I'm, my, worried for everybody. My point, my point <laughs> is, is that, well, and to your point, though, 
I don't. I think if a young kid's on there and a young girl sees it, well, this girl's popular. This is what she does. Let me mimic that pattern. Hundred percent. I think I don't know. Well, I do know what kind of people you're attracting. It's dudes and they're predators and dudes just think that way, especially if that's what it is. And I looked and go, what is the, like, what's the value there? Like, what's the offer other than like just the attention grab, right? And again, at some point I'll be too old where like a lot of this stuff, like it won't matter to me. And it's just a weird space. I'm glad, again, I, I thankful I grew up in an era like without it. So like the things that my self-worth is not tied to that. My relationship with the phone and with like comments, likes, whatever, doesn't dictate the like who I am. And going back to that podcast I was listening to, it was like, but we are the generation that they're going to be like, they're currently studying and capturing all the data from because then think of it, like we have nothing to compare to. Like, for example, we're the first adults, young adults going through, like constantly having your phone that you can access and basically do anything and everything on. And we never, we don't have like our parents never went through that, for example. So we have no help or support. It's like literally we're like the test dummies. And then it's going to be like my niece's age group being like, oh, well that messed up like my parents' age group. (laughs) But we learned from like their mistakes or challenges hopefully i mean i hope that but we we're the first if you think about it yeah well the example i'd give would be and obviously hopefully not in as a a negative way like cigarettes like you knew dude they knew cigarettes were bad for decades 50s 60s well wouldn't say shit make up every excuse like why cigarettes like weren't the thing and then eventually they came to and they're like, man, it's just too, it's too bad now. Like we just have to come out and say like cigarettes are terrible for you. And I think with a lot, and again, I'm a, I'm a love technology. I love the things it's been able to give us to do. We can talk to you guys, all this stuff, but they're going to, they're going to have a time where like, man, the dad is too high. We've been fucking these kids up, dude. Yeah. Like we've put them in a bad place. Or these adults. And, well, and you get so much weird, like it just, it just brings it to the forefront. And I say this because the other day, this guy he commented on, and this is no joke, like four or five videos where I don't have shoes on talking about my feet. Oh my God. And he goes, he's one of those foot yeah, obsessed people. He goes, and this is, dude, you've seen my feet. They're gross. I mean, they're not David Goggins gross, but they're bad. Um, and he's like, you should start a, a foot page. A foot fetish. He goes, because you have the most beautiful feet I've ever seen. And I'm like doing mobility on a box. And it's like so common. Like I hear that all the time. With feet? From like people that have huge followings that either you're a celebrity or an influencer. <laughs> For feet? You're so cool. You hit the feet. That's weird. Foot fetish. I don't think I've ever heard people group. say feet because I wear shoes though. I don't even want you to touch my feet. It's gross. Okay. Let's get back to like the questions probably that was a question that's relationship based what's number one go ahead this person wrote how to deal with a spouse who has no pre-decision input but then critiques every decision divorce next question well i mean you (laughs) i think i mean i'm kidding i'm kidding you guys yeah don't be so harsh um i would hope that you would here's here's, ask your partner though like here's the example this is the one that happens to, we don't do this. We did this years ago. We don't do this anymore because we are weird. Hey, where do you want to go to dinner? 
I don't care. Okay, let's go to Roaring Fork. Oh my God, we always go there. That's for old it's people. For blah old blah blah. People. He loves to go with all the like. Is that not the perfect example of what this person just wrote? How do you deal with it? Um, you go to Roaring Fork anyway because the food is the best, and every time you take your wife, she agrees with you and she's thankful she went there. Boom. Um, not completely. So. <laughs> it's not awesome. No, we rotate. You choose a place, Hold and on. then the next place I get so, to choose. Oh my God! You should see your face right now. You're getting mad. You're not listening. You, 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 here's what Heather does. She just defaults to attacking me. If I asked you and you said you didn't care and I picked the place, then you can't be mad. I understand that. Okay. We don't always go anywhere. We go mostly to the places you like that are cute and the food is good and we meet in the middle. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm fine with it. Like, you know that's the truth. I go, this person is like when the person says, I don't give a shit and then is right. a jerk about it. You have to just tell them to make a decision. I mean, really, you just, you have to, if you say you don't care, you really have to mean it. And if you're with somebody who does that, you have to basically stop it in its tracks. Right. If you're not helping come to the decision from the beginning, then you really have no say. I think that comes down to what people go out to dinner, what they, what they make to eat. Uh, TV shows. What do you want to watch? I don't care. I'll just put That's the, the worst. Like on Netflix and just too many options. I get very overwhelmed. <laughs> uh, Heather will scroll for like <laughs> through like 800 videos and I'm like I don't I don't know dude and you always will go back to like what your stuff is like Friday Night Lights <laughs> or I come home and it's like Hallmark Channel it's like okay that's your default like we all have that but you can't say you don't if I if Heather said what do you want to watch I'm like I don't care and she puts on Hallmark I can't be mad yeah like you you just you have to make a choice this the indecisiveness I mean we're pretty good like <clears throat> lately Okay, let's find a movie that we both are a show that we both are interested in watching. But then sometimes I'll like show the trailer and Jeremy's like, that is like totally just your type of show. I would never watch that. It's like, true though. <laughs> what did you watch the other day? It was the girl from Vampire Diaries and the, oh, and the guy. They're like, a, in, it was a super cute Netflix film. Um, he's like a wine something person. like in. It's a Hallmark. It's, it's in Italy. It's a I Hallmark forget the movie. name, but it's a Hallmark movie on Netflix. It was. There's a lot. I could have told you the beginning, the middle, and the end as we went okay. through. Okay, next question. <laughs> My the takeaway: you got to make a decision. You just you can't be this indecisive person. You just make a choice and you stick. And with And tell it. your partner how that makes them feel. Like it's really making me angry and frustrated all the time because you compl- you never have any input, and then every time I make the decision, you critique it, and then talk through it. I agree. Number two. How do you two get through rough patches together? I mean, we all go through rough patches, and some seasons are definitely harder for us than others. I feel like everyone can relate to that. Um, But again, communication, like really opening up and being honest with yourself and then with your partner of how you're feeling, what are your frustrations, um, challenges, emotions and for me like specifically uh, I've been taking up journaling so that has really helped me kind of establish like goals for myself and also be able to write out my feelings and what I want to focus on what I want to get better at what do I want to let go and you know there's definitely times where I will um 
have a relationship aspect in that. And, and so I think that's very helpful and like therapeutic. So I would suggest that. Uh, listening to like podcasts or books about relationships, I think, um, has been helpful. You know, definitely if there's experts or different articles, honestly, when we do these podcasts, it, it's really helpful to talk through things. Well, it brings different issues or things that we could improve on in our relationship to the surface. So, in, I guess, a selfish way, it's helpful for us to do podcast episodes together. For sure. And if you have a friend that, like, you trust and like, and if they... Or a family member. Yeah. Like, your sister, brother, mom, dad. Like, I know people are weird about that. It's a strange thing. Like, I hear a lot of it here because I've talked about this before. We're like this neutral third island where people will tell me their whole life story because I'm close to them, but not so close I'm in the circle. And a lot of people won't do that with their mom or dad or brother or sister or close friends, but sometimes they might have the best advice because they might have a, a similar situation or have went through it. And if it's your parents, I don't know how close you are with them. If, if And maybe they have shit advice, but maybe they have great advice. They've lived your life. Mm-hmm. Your, your grandma and grandpa have lived your life if they're still around, dude. Like everything that you're going to go through, they've already went through it in some way, shape or form. Like that's a great way. But the biggest thing. You just have to talk and be real and say, hey, like, I either do want to do this. I don't want to do this. I'm not having fun. Like, I also don't think people a lot of times talk through just normal shit. Yeah. It, it blows my mind. And get, like, really, truly honest and raw with each other because that's what we do. And it just, you just lay everything out there and you just have to, it's be as vulnerable as possible. And it sucks sometimes to hear it and it can hurt. Um, but like we're doing it with the best of intentions to obviously like improve our relationships and get over the challenge, whatever the challenge is. So you just have to, I mean, that's what a relationship is, is built on trust and you got to communicate, man. And like then if you, day. if you really need, you know, obviously I am, we haven't had couples counseling, but like, who's to say like maybe down the road we would need it. And I, would be open to that if you're at that point. Maybe that's something to look into. There's even now there's so much counseling just over the um, over the computer, like virtual. If you didn't want to go, take the time to meet with someone in person. So, what? That seems Why are you making that, that face? That seems terrible. The computer one seems like rough. I would have a hard time. I don't want to do it anyway. This is not me. I'm from that school of thought from a dude. I don't. Again, if it helps other people, for sure. I But I don't like to let things fester more than like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. I, if that if I could give you any advice from me, and I'm not an expert in anything, if I got a problem, like, she's going to know. Like, pre- pretty quick. If I'm not happy, and I don't like what's going on, I'm going to voice it, and I'm going to say it just that way. And I do the same. And instantly. Like, you're not going to go walk out of the room. You're not going to go to sleep. You're not going to go do something else. Like, this is the fucking problem, and I want to solve it right now. Or at least talk about it right now and work on how we can fix it moving mm-hmm. forward. And, like, hold each other accountable and... Um, <laughs> just don't let things... Like, just before this... Go ahead. ...episode, I told you to say something to me when I'm acting a certain way to snap me oh, out yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like my... It's not like she listens to this. But. No, but I'm not going to. I know. I won't repeat it on here, but you you just got to call people on their shit 
and you have to be willing to admit like you're wrong at times and that that's the best thing and I'll say this and I don't want to get like sidetracked because I got a million things in my head right now the reason people don't oftentimes trust people or believe them is the people who are never willing to admit they're wrong you know and, and I'm not making this about something else but like you know why I don't like watch the news a because it's negative but two these people never ever admit that they did anything wrong. They never ever admit a mistake. They never go back and say, hey, we said this or we did this and then they correct it. And when you do that long enough, I will never believe anything you say because none of us are always right. None of us are always correct. It is the most like unique human thing to be like, hey, I thought this and I did this. I was wrong. I made a mistake. I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. I can do that better. If you're with somebody who's not willing to do that, I don't know how your relationship can function. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like it's not functional relationship. It doesn't work. Like Heather does dumb stuff. I do dumb stuff. Like sometimes she is a jerk. Sometimes I'm a jerk. Like she has her strengths. I have my weaknesses, vice versa. But we're willing to admit that. I'm not like I'm better at her than everything. I do everything better. I just I don't. But we're willing to say that. And there's times where like I'm a way better partner and then she's a better partner. But I'm willing to admit that. And if you're with someone who's not like it's really tough to win. So I guess what I'm saying is like, you have to communicate and I wouldn't let things fester. Cause if you, it's like, it's called what you tolerate, right? Like when you get in a foam roller and you roll your glute and you're like, Oh my God, that really hurts. You're tolerating that pain every single day, whether you realize it or not, it's there. You're just putting up with it until the point where it, it hurts so bad, your back hurts and you can't walk and you can't jump and you can't move. And now you have to deal with it. And now you have a way bigger problem. That's what your relationship is when every day somebody's doing these things that are like they're tearing you down or it's negative or it's rubbing you the wrong way. And if you just let it stack up and stack up and stack up, you're tolerating that to the point of where you can't and one day you blow up and you have a major problem. That's why personally, I foam roll every day, but more importantly, like we'll talk through the little shit and I don't let it run on. And at first I try to do it as nicely as I can. Heather knows this. I'm as calm and as nice as possible. And I try and every. I'm the other way, which I work on. But well, Heather defaults to violence. Not and, violence. Um, sometimes physical violence. This is true. Verbal attacks for sure. <laughs> you literally like you will you default to like kind of yelling at me and accusing me before doing any investigating. I know. <laughs> I'm owning up to like, it. Like that's what I'm saying. Like where here's an example. If my keys were missing, I would be like, hey, Heather, do you happen to like know where my keys are? Because I think they're on the table. What Heather would do is, Jeremy, where the hell did you put my keys? <laughs> now, I mean, she would say it way meaner than that and louder. Now, do you see the difference? I, in- I shouldn't laugh because it is, I'm sure. That's what you do do. And I know. And I'm sorry about that. It's so accusatory. And I don't know where that comes from. Like, I don't, I, I can't do, I didn't, as a kid, I didn't do that. You know, like I was like, I got my ass beat. I'm a dude. I go, but that's just the difference. My point is, is that there's different ways you can go about it. And I try to do it the calm and nicely as possible until I have to be. You are very patient. And that's an area that I just struggle with. Well, because if I'm a patient. man, if I'm a man and I do that, it's like, I know I'm abusive. <laughs> but if you do it, it's like, oh, it's, it's okay. No, it's still abusive. I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, again, like men and women aren't exactly the same. Like there's, there is differences. Like that's just yeah. part of it. But if you could do it the way I do it, it'd be great. Thanks. Noted. <laughs> Number three. Do did you both ever have a long distance relationship? I actually didn't. Um, 
Yeah, kind of. I tried to do it. Um, but again, I was young, you know, and uh, I just, I was not this person. So it's hard for me to say, yeah, that's a tough one, man. My mom did it for a long time. Uh, yeah, she would be a good resource. My actually. mom, my mom did it for years. Because um, she was living in Michigan, Mich- or uh, Minnesota, and Dave was living in Michigan. And before that, my mom dated a guy um, for like seven years in Chicago. And she lived in Minnesota. So. Yeah, for mm-hmm. a long time. But they would go back and forth, like on the weekends, like kind of meet in the middle stuff, and you just you talk. And I don't know. I guess I don't. I'm I mean, not at a- least now you have technology to actually like see the person on your phone. <laughs> That would be way more helpful. You know, I guess it comes down to circumstance, right? If it's, this is my two cents. I obviously try to do it at certain points uh, in my early 20s. And uh, obviously I was a knucklehead, so it didn't work out. You have to ask yourself, like, how how long is the duration? And what do you think the, the I guess if I'm playing stats, I know it sounds like cold-hearted, but like. What's the outcome? That you're going to be married. Right. And you have to have that. If you've been together for a while and you feel like things are moving in the right direction, then I would definitely have that conversation. And then you both need to decide like who it's compromise, but you got to figure out whether it's like moving to where your person, um, significant other lives, or you pick a new place and you both pick up in your lives and get jobs in a different state, whatever that looks like for you. But you both have to come to that solution of okay what are we going to do if we truly want to be together then you got to make it happen and i'll say this because we have friends who've done this um who jeff and emily were long distance and then eventually he relocated here Mm -hmm. um our friends ashley and steve just moved and relocated for her job and he was a police officer what year was he in like 15 he's mm -hmm. he's he's not that far away from doing the 20 and that's a huge, I think he can come back within a certain amount of time mm-hmm. and still, if you want, and for guys, if you don't know, like a police officer, if you're going to do the full 20, um, you guys you obviously get your pension money and do those things. Uh, every one's a little bit different, obviously, I think. I think that's what his was, was to do the full 20 and he was relatively close. Uh, but he moved for her job. Well, she's an anesthesiologist, so she gets to tell him what to do basically in that case. But my point is, is that our friends did it. They did it. Um, we've had other friends do it, move from here to Minnesota, actually. Um, for a startup, for a business, for their job. It's a huge commitment of somebody. And I'm not telling you what to do, but if I asked Heather, like, hey, we're going to move to, you know, Tennessee. It's a pretty big jump, man, for Mm -hmm. that person who's not your spouse and and not your, you're not married to them to uproot their entire life and come with you. So you you better, you're kind of committed at that point, you know, for the most part, like to, to hopefully the thing has legs. Because what I would hate is to, if I had met you here, right? Like you and I met, I'm like, you know, I'm going to move back to Minneapolis. You got to move with me. And then you move back. And first of all, your life sucks because it's four degrees. And you hate it there and you have no friends and you're miserable. And then we break up. Well, and that's why it worked out so well for us meeting here. We both had just moved from Washington and Minnesota to here in Arizona. And that's where we met. But we, I remember having that conversation early on saying like, because when I first moved out here, I was like, oh, yeah, I think I'll just move, live here for two years, maybe three, and then move back to the Northwest. And then I fell in love with it, and you fell in love with it as well. You, but fell, in we lo- had you those... fell in love with me, is what you <laughs> fell in love with. Yep, I did. But when you would say that, 
immediately I'm like, I'm never moving there. Well, and I was like, I'm never moving to Minnesota. So we're here. (laughs) (laughs) You know? And that's not a negative. I just like, I knew I wouldn't be happy there. And the person I needed to become and and what I wanted to do was going to be like in this geographical area and never say never but we might have vacation homes at some point later in life we could always do like a cabin oh for sure in the northwest like bend or i don't know minnesota i don't think i it's too far bend it's, is so much closer and it's in so, my opinion way better but, but god it's so expensive i know you could get an actual like legit lake place like in the midwest that's the tough part except it's so, it is so much cheaper it's so cold though anyways so that's how we would do it if we could again and to be honest with you if that was us younger this never would have worked there's no way no like we we became these people together yeah we've definitely grown together from our 20 early 20s to our now late 30s which is crazy (laughs) yeah there would have been there's just i don't know it would have been super hard so for us that's but that'd be my advice if you're gonna do it and like talk to reach out to people that are currently in long distance relationships if you know if you have any people you know and ask them like how are you guys navigating it and what works well what doesn't work well and if you're going to ask somebody to move somewhere substantially away from their friends their family and everything they've known just know that's a big ask of people um obviously we did it but it's a different it's a different season of life we did it willingly and and we were solo we were single at the time yeah so number four tips on meeting quality guys that aren't creepy well, dude first 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 of all um every dude is a creep let me just throw i'm just gonna put it out there in some in, in some way however you want to think about it every dude there's a, a spectrum for sure it's like every dude's a predator right like there's like the level one predator which that's like you know the normal guy like that's like a nice guy he's rare to find most guys are like around five and then there's the tens there's the guys who are just they're savage. I love they're savages. you explaining this right now. This is the truth, dude. Um, you know, so and, as you get as you were get, you like a level one when I first met you or a five? Um, well, no, it's probably what my in my brain in college is probably like a ten. No, like oh a god. super creep. Oh god, no, dude. There's some guys I played with that were just oof, they're tens. Like their only goal is just to just go out and just hunt all day oh <laughs> my god <laughs> savages i've talked with bj about this <clears throat> actually i was probably like a seven um because i was like a nice i'm a nice person but i you know i'm a i'm a predator your priorities weren't straight yeah i'm out there trying to do my thing and when i met you in my brain is probably like like a six i went regressed a little bit you know because my because my goal when i moved here i was like well i'm gonna meet and this is just my, and this is being honest, like I'm 20, what am I, 20? Well, I know this. I thought I was going to meet a ton of guys. My 25? Yeah. All my friends, we got together one last night, like all my college buddies. Um, and they're like, dude, and I'm like getting fit, you know, like I'm fit yeah. now. And like, dude, you are going to just crush it. You were like prime time. Yeah. They're like, dude, you are just going to just have like the greatest time ever and meet so many like <laughs> hot chicks. I'm like, yeah, dude, I am. And basically the first night you Didn't. go out you meet this gem killed my entire dream dream my golden era that I was going to have post college like my second college you destroyed it <laughs> if i could have had like six months of that you like are this, very welcome this would have been it so and then now i'm old this and it's like got. yeah but again so again I, mean, I know this is not really on topic but 
as uh, hopefully I'm old and married, so it's different for me. Um, I think as dudes age, you do mature. Some do. And you don't have that same, you know, 16 year old, you know, get a boner every five minutes uh, mentality anymore. Cause you just, with, with age, a lot of people times does come wisdom. So I would think like, where do you meet people? Like in great communities, number one. So like a place like a Jeremy Scott fitness. I was no just going to say that. Yeah. There's really good people here. We're like, I don't want to say names, but so-and-so was asking me somebody's name the other day. Oh, I want to hook my friend up with yeah, him yeah. because the key's really nice because we attract nice people. You attract, and again, I'm not saying there's no savages here, but we're all like older and we're Mature. just, yeah, we kind of all have the same belief system or I don't know, like if you have, you know, obviously like fitness places are great if they're small communities like this, obviously churches for a lot of people are like are good places to meet Any, people like intramural sports leagues i think would be i did soccer when i first moved here you meet a ton of people um and, and then like if you like hiking like do a hiking group or um whatever it is like boating paddleboarding um just doing the activities you like to do being in communities with people that you enjoy being around i think is key and i'm not saying you can't i've said we met at a bar for sure. Yeah. But again, my goal at I the bar. I know it's so much harder now with the apps and my goal, the online dating situation. But what's your goal when you go to a bar when you're a guy? I know. And, and I don't want to. I don't want to get off topic real quick, but I need to say this: every dude has this like dream in his head, and it. I always knew this was crazy. Like I always did. They think that they're going to go and have a bunch of drinks, and I'm going to go to this bar, and I'm going to meet like the hottest like woman of all time and she's going to think I'm just great and she's going to go home and we're going to hook up and it's going to be the greatest night ever. That is what would drive a young dude 99% of the time to go out. Rarely does it ever happen. Mm -hmm. Rarely does that. That's like a, not a, a real thing. So just know like if you're younger, that's probably what younger dudes want. If they're older dudes, hopefully they have, you know, they're going to go out and meet people for sure, but it's not this kind of one-off thing. I think when you can be in environments doing things that you enjoy and want to be around, that's when you're going to meet the most people typically like in your yoga class, you mm -hmm. like to do yoga, you run all the time. It's a good community. And there's always events that go around with those things. Oh yeah. We're saying active things cause we're active. There's like volunteer events, you know, there's like different opportunities where groups of people are together. And, um, so maybe if you have a friend that's involved in some active activities that interest you like just ask them like hey can i or how'd you sign up for that like so start looking at outside opportunities and stay away from the creeps that are dming you and you know trying to hook up with a ton of girls on the apps i don't know what that world's like but i know it's challenging because that's like excess and they constantly like they get addicted to it because it's so convenient and they can just serial date all week long. It's just a weird, mm -hmm. it's a weird space. So don't be that guy because <laughs> you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as judgmental as my uh, better half here, but take that for it is everybody. Number five, what is your biggest hurdle or challenge as a couple? Good question. Uh, Depends on the year, I guess. Do you want me to answer? Sure. Um, just allotting time, probably. Yeah. Just trying to figure out like what you're supposed to do, 
versus what you should do versus what you want to do and where is the the balance there for sure and on, and being on the same page in terms of like what you want your life and lives to look like because even though that you are a team there are individual I have a individual life and Heather has individual life and then we obviously have one together and then all those things are tied you know in one but I'm still always going to be me and I'm still always going to have my process and and so will she so we will never lose our identities. That's just not who we are. I know other people do, you know, struggle with that. And that's an issue. But it's like, okay, how much time do I spend at this thing? And does she spend at that thing? And then we spend together. And then what do we want to do, you know, this week, this month, this year? And then in the next five years, what do we want that to look like? And sometimes for people, those things don't match up. Whether it be, you know, where you want to live or, you know, what kind of stuff you want to have, what kind of, uh, how many kids you want to have, what type of, uh, you know, material things you need, how much time off do you need, how much do you want to travel? You need to be on the same page with those things and have this common shared experience. There's give and take in that for sure. But there's certain things that I'm never going to do. And there's certain things that she's never going to do. But it's us finding that kind of middle ground together. I think that's probably the, the toughest part. Yeah. But we constantly have to talk about it, and we do, and set goals around what we want independently and then what we want as a couple, which is challenging. Um, well, and you have to have, like, a North Star, and you can keep talking about it together. And, again, I'm not trying to crush you here, but I'm going to. I knew this would happen. I'm going to. Um, <laughs> you will change your mind on what your life will look like on, like, a weekly basis. And it's like the dreamer in you, and it's super cool, um, but super annoying super at the same time. Super confusing for you, I know. So one week, Heather will want to live 10 miles from here in a certain kind of house, and then the next week, she wants to have a goat farm, and then the next week, she wants to live in Hawaii, and then the next week, she's like, maybe we'll just live in Coronado, California, and then the next week, she's like, well, maybe I'll just have like, you know, this kind of place in Bend, Oregon, and I'm like, that's all super cool. But I know. What, I, no, what, what do you want me to do here? Like, how am I supposed to And I'm sorry. I have that? a lot of dreams, and I know it's very confusing, and I probably sound like a crazy person to everyone. <laughs> and I work, and don't get me wrong, you guys, I work hard, and we make money, but I can't buy seven different places <laughs> and have this community and help you and be there for her and pay for all that shit. So I don't know what to do. Yeah. But again, that's just a, that's our challenge that I got to deal right. with. So here we are. What's the next one? You hit the nail on the head with that <laughs> one. Well, it's just like, uh, and again, that's a, it's not a, I'm not saying like a serious problem. It's just, that's, no, I know. That's how you are, but I'm a process person. And I, but keep, I stress you out because I, yeah, I you like to have a process and then follow that process to get the result. And I, um, well, if you tell me, hey, I need to just be more clear on, what we want to focus on now. And I have with some things, but, uh, yeah. The goalposts move. That's the problem. <laughs> it's like, if my brain is okay, I'm, I'm going to be, a, have a goat farm, you know, 25 minutes from I never here. said a goat farm. I just said, have some land, have a couple goats with like a mini horse. <laughs> okay. And chickens. And so here, this is what I'm saying, you guys, like it's just, it's ever evolving. So now it moves to that. Well, so, I grew up in the country and I miss. Okay. So if I'm committing to that, my brain, okay, I can roll with you. But then the next week it's like, well, what if we could get a place like in Hawaii too? And I'm like, well, I don't know if we can do. I said like a small condo that we could rent out if it was 
you know, obviously a really low price. <laughs> Heather's looking for, if you guys know, uh, one of the really low price oceanfront condos in Hawaii. We're, we're going to pick one up, so just shoot us a note. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're in. Love you, man, but it's just, it's a struggle. Number six, how do you make time for you? Uh, we both do this. She, I think we're really good at it. Yeah. Well, you have a pro. I'm not going to mess with your process. And that's one thing like you'll never mess with mine. That's why you. We have that understanding that we both need our alone time. We need our independence. And we've been like that since day one. And we just tell each other like, I'm going to be doing this. Does this work, you know, this week for you? If it's you're having a guy's night or I'm taking a girl's trip or literally I just want need to decompress and take an hour walk by myself then it's like no offense to you but maybe I'm PMSing that week and I my hormones are crazy and I'm you probably don't want to be around me anyway so nope. I'm like it's better if I just leave the house maybe or two leave hours. the room <laughs> maybe three hours so but I, I need to be better about like telling you where I'm going because sometimes I just leave or I leave the room and I don't say anything <laughs> Well, I wonder, because one of these days, I mean, God forbid, like anything ever happens, I'm going to wake up and be like, your wife's been missing for 13 hours. I'm like, I don't know. I went to sleep and she was gone. I'm like, and the cops are going to think I did it because I was on Dateline. It's always the husband. Then I got a fucking problem. Like, I won't deal with that. That's a good point. Um, no, but we, we're good about it. Like, she doesn't mess with my process. I don't mess with hers. There's things that are important to me and there's things that are important to her. Like, when we do stuff, like, for what it's worth, like, coming in here on Sunday with these guys is important to me to train with these guys and run through these terrible workouts. It matters for community and not from a business standpoint, but like for me, I enjoy it. It's my kind of rec league. It's a, a chance where we can, I'm where I'm not working. I'm here. I'm in the community. I'm not coaching the community. I'm not working in the business. I'm just participating in it. Like that's fun for me. And she's not going to be like, well, we're going to plan all these things and you're going to be gone for eight Sundays in a row. Like she's not going to do that. That's not what we do. Just like, I'm not going to come home and say, okay, right. at seven o'clock, you have to do this. I'm like, if you want to go for a walk or run to Papa Go or do something fun, or you got like, go do that. Like, I want you to do what you want to do. I'm never, I've never, this is me. I've never forced her to do anything ever. You don't got to come to this concert with me. You don't got to go to the sports game. You can come if you want. Yeah. I, you're really good about that. I don't And want... I've gotten way better early on in the relationship. I would force you to do things, but. Man, it was rough. It was rough early on, bro. But again, that's part of being in a relationship. You're willing to do things for your partner to make them happy. But you also have to know, like, if Heather doesn't want to go, like, remember you dropped me off one time where I went to see like Disturbed and Chevelle and like, I was like Metallica. I'm not going to that. But why? And I went with other people. Like, but that's okay. Remember when Ben and I went to a yeah. country concert because he wouldn't go with me. But I went to the, I went to that with Allison. And her girlfriend. Yeah. That's who you dropped me off with. I was like, fine. I'm going on a date with Ben. Yeah. Which I'm like, I don't mind. If Ben wants to go watch country with my wife, like super cool. Like, that, like I don't think it's weird. Now that I think about it, it's kind of weird. Yeah. But it's like, it's to me, it's like, well, that's just what you did, dude. Like, the point is like, you got to let your people be who they are. And you can't always force them into your stuff. Because if it's just your stuff, it's yours. And, it, and, it, and sometimes it's okay if it just stays your own. It really is. Yeah. Number seven. Things you do to keep the spark alive. I mean, we do podcasts. This is it. Yeah, it does help us, like, with these questions to take a look at our own relationship and talk about it. But, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it's. I'm not going to lie. It's hard when I you're super busy I don't know and what that means. you've been together for a long time. It's basically like 
keeping it exciting and romantic and like how it was it ever romantic though <laughs> you know what i'm saying like do I we i mean we're not like super romantic people well because i'm i'm not saying this negatively and i'm not saying even though i like lo- i'm obsessed with hallmark movies and they're so romantic but they're fake but i'm like i that's not reality no they're never uh pmsing they're never, you know, like in a bad mood from the getting off work. They're never bloated. They're never farting. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're never doing normal people stuff that happens, like, when you're around. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the truth. I guess, do we romanticize, like, things in our relationships? And I, I'm asking people who are listening. Like, do you sometimes maybe, ro- like, when I say romanticize, like, you're remembering your husband as, like, this romantic person that he never was mm-hmm. and thinking oh he used to do all these awesome things and you're you're like if you've been married or been together for years like you're never gonna be like feeling like you were when you're dating that's a whole different chapter of your life you're that... just you're just that's lusting that you're just horny yeah you know what i'm saying but you're also like probably in your young 20s and that's mm-hmm. like oh, you're in savage mode. Well, any beginning of a relationship is really exciting because it's like you're getting to know each other. Everything's new. By the way, if it's not, <laughs> you need to get up. <laughs> uh, you're but, not excited in the first but couple But we were months, talking about like just like we haven't been going out on dates together. Um, we used to like there were periods of time we were really good at like planning it um, and for the each month. But um, I would like to get back to that just it doesn't have to be like going out to dinner. No, I like. I prefer it not be. That. For example, uh, on Wednesday, it's like our anniversary, and I'm like, I just really want to go to the lake and go paddle boarding, and just like do something that we enjoy together, and uh, so doing things like that can help keep our spark alive. Um, it's. I I know I can exhaust myself, and so it's like trying to be better about that so I have more energy and I want to focus more on, you know, enjoying his company. And it can be hard because, like, we're constantly busy with work, I feel like, 24-7 all the time. And so we've been talking about it more, just like other ideas during this crazy season of life. How do we... Like, for example, I was traveling a lot for work in the summer, and Jeremy just couldn't. I Sometimes I'll invite him, like, hey, do you want to tag along if you can? But he always works on the weekends. Like, there's so much to do when you manage both the in-person and the online business. And But I was like, hey, he loves Newport Beach. It's around our anniversary. Uh, if he wants to come with me for this trip, like, so I invited him. And so you're going to do that with me, which is exciting and doing things like that where that you both are going to enjoy mm-hmm. and it doesn't got to be things that spend money. And no, it can be like, super simple. Like we could do a lot of these things more often, but we're like everybody else. We get busy and we just kind of, you know, you put on the back burner, but to go paddle boarding and hopefully it's not hot as balls. Um, when we go, even if it is like, that'll be, that's way more important to me than like, Hey, let's go to this restaurant and eat the same food we can make at home. And, and it I- breaks up your week in the mundane. Cause I know it can feel mundane when you're together with somebody and your routine is like the same, basically the same almost every week. Um, and we were talking about that. Like sometimes he does feel like I don't 
want to hang out with him when I go on my long walks in the evening. What would you What would you guys think? Right? But I've told him like that's I'm, just I'm, like I'm, my stress reliever. I'm messing with you. <clears throat> so I told him, well, then the days that you get home early, and now that the weather's getting cooler in the evening, like let's start doing walks together in the evening. Yeah, this is our winter time, so it's rough. I mean, you do do a good job of like the outfits you wear around the house. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh, that's like so annoying because I know I have frumpy outfits sometimes. Oh man. But then when I do dress like whatever, cute, and mm-hmm. they're like, I don't care about that. I don't, I really don't care. You know, I'm giving you a hard time. You're the one who calls out your outfits before I do. And now that you start wearing certain ones, I'll do it too. It's amazing. But it's been so hot and I'm just like, whatever is comfortable. If you're in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, this is you at home wearing uh, sweatpants in a a sweater Mm -hmm. because you're just, it's freezing outside. And I'm not saying like you have to wear these like sexy outfits around the house. Like I don't walk around like wearing BJ shorts at home. It's just like not. What I do. Like well, I'm, let's not even go uh, there with your outfits, like mm-hmm. your everyday outfits. And what do you mean? It's like pulling teeth to get him into. I love a good sporty outfit. Don't get me wrong. Love the athletic look. But it's like so hard if we do have an event or a social gathering, whatever it is, party. An event? I wear a suit like a normal person and I look good. But I, I'm talking to like even going to dinner and sometimes he'll break out his flip-flops with jeans, which I cannot stand jeans with flip-flops. And he's like, I'm not wearing, I'm like, he has all these like cute shoes that first he of never all, wears. Hold on. When it's 110, you do that. And first of all, you can wear flip-flops and jeans. Normal dudes do that. Um, Number two, hold on. I'm not, this is, I'm going to, I die here, you guys. This is one of the things that I will I die I knew he would forever. get mad if I brought hold this on. up. The only reason I get mad, you want to know why? What if I asked you to wear something specific when we go out and I suggested your outfit and I dressed you? I know, you can't do that. (laughs) And everybody, thank you, mic drop. That is why men and women are not the same. The rules aren't the same. And that's not correct, is it? That's not right, is it? You have to admit that that's wrong. I know it's wrong. But that, but you... the way it is. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's, that's messed up. That doesn't work. So I'm gonna. So until I get to dress Heather, and you guys probably would love what I would dress because I'm obviously very fashion forward. I pick a great outfit, <laughs> boots, top, everything. You know, like very beachy, bohemian, like you know, trendy. Like it would look great. Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it out. <laughs> you never leave the house, bro. I would love for you to go through my closet and be like, oh. oh. Let's see. I would love to see would what you like, would like. Um, you know, maybe like uh, what would you? What did you used to wear? Was it a turquoise um, <laughs> bracelet or like an orange bracelet? And like, like a big plastic. Yeah, yeah, bracelet. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like a white, like kind of dress. Those are so good. Like a white dress. There's no straps on it. You'd wear like this white dress. You know, about here you'd have like a turquoise bracelet, like you know, old days. Well, now you can wear big hoops again, dude. I got your whole outfit. It'd be beautiful. <laughs> Like when we met. I, you know how like, well, if you're a guy, you don't know, but like big hoops, but like classy ones are in back in style. And I got some really cute, like oversized hoop earrings that are gold from Madewell. And we were like going to dinner. I was like, oh my gosh, I just love these big hoop earrings. It was just like brings me back to like back in the day. And you said something like, I was like, what do you think about them? And you're like, those are what, like, sluts used to wear. 
the girls with the big hoops, you always knew you had a chance, bro. <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's just like Mark. And you're like, yep, I got a shot. That was back in the day, dude. I know. It's so bad. You could tell. Dude. Again, like we dress the way we dress because we're sending a signal no matter what it is. Like if you go out like wearing whatever, it's like, okay. You know, I shouldn't say that word. It's like so like degrading, but. Um, looser with their choices. <clears throat> yeah. Number, <laughs> number, where am I at here? Number eight. Uh, non-negotiables you have with each other. Uh, they have, there's a list here, but. You know, honestly, the biggest thing is just, like, just be honest, man. Oh, that's what I wrote. Oh. Um, the question is, yeah, relationship. What are your relationship non-negotiables you have with each other? Just being honest, dude. Yeah, and, and I and put trust, honesty, support each other, our independence. T- the two biggest ones, just be honest, man, and just be nice. But I also put, like, adventure and experiences. Like, I have to, we have to have that in our life because, like, what's the point of living on Earth if, if you're, you're not... not enjoying fun. it There's and no doing point. the things that you love agree i think without being honest and and openly communicating and being nice to each other what are you doing i mean I'm and gonna... like growing together i think is a big one. Oh yeah your people are going to change man like mm-hmm. you're just you're evolving together no matter what and again that comes down to like you communicating with your partner like what you need what they need how they're acting how you're acting at the end of the day the biggest thing for me if I'm not enjoying it, what are we doing? Like, why are we not like, again, like, is there times where you want to, you know, basically murder each other for sure. But there, that's the truth though. Like sometimes you must like, what is wrong with you? And you have to think the same thing of me. Like, why is this matter to you? And why do you get mad about that? And like, we all do that shit. We're all crazy in some way for or sure. another. <laughs> but the biggest thing is overall, are you having fun doing it? Because, and I don't want to be morbid. We're all going to be dead, dude. And in a hundred years, basically everybody, you know, who knew us will be dead too. And none of this will be remembered. So if we didn't have fun with this person we chose to link up with most of the time, why are we doing it? Yeah. They should, your job, and this is, and again, people can be like, I could be wrong, right? Your job is to make my life more fun. And my job is to make your life more fun too. And support you and help you and do all these things. But And if, be like your best friend. Yes. And your best teammate. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't dread this person or hate this person just like you wouldn't your best and, friend. Like, don't waste your life away if you're not ever experiencing that in your relationship. So, for me, obviously... And it's work. Like, it's hard work. Like, believe me. <laughs> well, I just... It's... I don't, we constantly work at it. Well, and I, learn. You but live I, and learn. When people say, like, oh, the relationships are super hard work, I don't know if that's thing. Life is just, like, complex. Yeah. And things are going to come your way. And you just happen to be attached. And I have to deal with my complex stuff. And so do you. And we do together. But that's it. But you should be having fun. More often than not, you should be enjoying that person. And if you're not, you got to tell them, man, like, I don't have fun doing this. I don't want to be here. Like, this is not something I signed up for. So we need to fix this shit. Yeah. Whether and it's you or me or together. we both have said that to each other, you know, depending on what the issue is. And so that's just an example of how we about it what i'll say to you is to um the quick thing if you have something and it's real pressing write it down like type it or write it down by hand and put it somewhere and just think about it for a day or two and then come back and read what you were going to say 
I think that's going to help a lot of people. I think the old school is like the Thomas Jefferson, like you write it down, you put it, like in three days later you come back and, and see if that's still what you'd said. That goes for anything, like emailing your boss or mom or dad or any text you send. Like just take some time because, I, again, I mean, you just And this is, this is feeding into the number nine. Could you speak on growing together? My fiance and I have been together for eight years since high school Oof. and just everything that we're just talking about. Like that's how we've been able to grow together and and – and know your partner when they sometimes, if that's like, if I said something like right now, like when we get off of here, or if it's like super drastic and it was super loud, Heather probably knows I'm serious. And sometimes she does that. And I just know it's kind of BS and it's not a negative thing. It's just like, she will react quicker and sometimes say things in absolutes or just like, I don't want to say overreact, but like, no, I do. You I, did this today. I'm, you or got, it can be. You got like, I'm not a drama person, but I can be dramatic when it comes to, like, or well, over. You did it today before we get on. I know. You're like, oh, I don't even want to do this. This is dumb. And I'm like, okay, well, then let's just not do it. I was just having a moment. And, and when she said that, I'm going to feed into it because it irritates me. She said that. I go, and I know she doesn't mean that. And I know in three minutes she's going to want to do it. I go, but she just did that thing. Which I'm glad I'm doing it. I want. I wanted to do this episode. It's just like, it was like. She had a moment. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, got moody. And I had one yesterday. I know, Jeremy. It's just, uh, I need to download like the Flow app. Maybe <clears> you're just I... so perfect. Gosh. No, I'm not, but I just don't do the things you do. I do a lot of dumb shit <laughs> for sure. Uh, but your things are different than mine. That's all. You can call me on all my shit, dude. I wear flip going... I, I wear flip flop with jeans, obviously. Can't do that. Going back to growing together, like we've mentioned in other episodes, um, doing personal development and really focusing on how to improve yourself first so then you can improve being a better person and partner for your significant other. And so we both have done a lot of work in that area and we continue to do, whether it's like reading books, podcasts, um, going to conferences together or independently. What else? Um, you got to talk to people who are older than you, man, mm-hmm. who have done it, both right and wrong. I, I say this all the time. I've gotten, I'm only this person and I can only have, and only the only reason other than like straight fitness stuff, which is like my passion, obviously, uh, anything intelligent comes out of my mouth is because of my life experiences and what I've lived through, what I've watched, uh, I, I will observe things and what I've listened to and learned here from hundreds of people over the last 13 years. And the, all these people have relationships. These people have been married, they've been divorced, they've been married again, they've been divorced again, they've had multiple kids, they've married into kids, they've done and seen all the things that I could ever see. And I've gotten to do that with literally, and I mean this, hundreds of different intelligent people who have good jobs, bad jobs, who are happy, who are not happy, and I've learned all those things. And I just try to take the pieces from that, and I I learn from people who are older than me. Again, you can stand on the shoulders of giants mm-hmm. and, and it can it can help you not make the same mistakes and see like, hey, I don't want to do what they do, but I do want to do what they do. And you can ask those people questions. That's the biggest thing. And again, there these when it's personal development, it doesn't always have to be like this this crazy stuff. Sometimes it's just you improving one skill or learning something. Or and if you're gonna bring your partner to it, it just shows that they're committed to doing it with you as well. But you, you always have to just be listening. And again, for most people, if you just stop and slow down and observe the environments that you're in and the people that you're around, you can learn a lot. But most people are so busy. And I don't want to be, again, I'm not going to vilify 
you know, any lifestyle or whatever, but you get around with a bunch of friends and if you're always drinking and you're always doing drugs, you're never really there with a clear mind. And what I'm saying is sometimes you can see things in other people, even your family sometimes when you're around, like, man, that doesn't seem like something I want to do and doesn't seem like it's a healthy thing or that seems like a great thing. And you start to identify the things that you like Mm -hmm. and the things that you probably don't like. Yeah, what you admire and what you don't and... That's a huge How moment. can you implement that into your life or stop doing that habit or um, just lifestyle? Number 10, best tips or advice to support your significant other, which um, it's not really specific. So You'd have to, man. Whatever their thing is, you have to support it if, if it's healthy. If you truly obviously. love each other, yeah, and it's it's a positive, something they're doing is positive, like it's going back to school or quitting their job and they're taking time to realize what they really want to do next or um, you just you have to be there for each other well, and it's give and take and compromise and and you have to have a conversation about what you really want and what your vision is for your life and then your life together um, obviously like when you're younger it's, it's different this is a different life than I ever imagined and probably that she ever imagined too well yeah i was praying to god you weren't a loser and you're gonna make something of yourself (laughs) when you said i'm gonna quit my job and uh basically i'm holding down the fort until you can start this business well and again it's a different time too right like there's no i can't show you examples of people a bunch of people in fitness who are crushing it because we don't have the internet in the way we do today yeah, we really had nothing to compare to. Like, I would see people like, okay. I mean, just like a, st- a business owner. Yeah, but small it's, business owner. it's super, it was super rare. Mm-hmm. Like, again, people think about 15 years ago, how many retired fitness coaches did you know? Mm-hmm. And like the online business world didn't even exist. <laughs> no, we didn't have these apps and like, the things people we People literally did. can just have an online business and kill it. <laughs> I mean, it's work. Mm-hmm. And you gotta live on your phone. Which is terrible. But yeah, you there, the point is, is that there's so many different things. Like I didn't envision our life to be this and, and she didn't either. But she didn't tell me like N- you can't do this or you can't work these hours or you can't go here. Um, this wouldn't have worked. And I believed in you and you have to believe in what you're creating together because you're truly a partnership. And you just have to believe in yourself and believe in your person that you guys will find a way to make it work and you'll overcome challenges and you'll learn, live and learn, and you'll eventually just keep figuring it out. Well, what, what fails will fail and then you have to move forward and, and then keep trying. Again, if you, this just wouldn't be here. Um, it, it just wouldn't, if you weren't down for it, like at any level, it's just, it, it couldn't have became this thing. Well, thank you. It's just now you're tr- making me feel better about well, your earlier comments about. Well, you suck <laughs> at a lot of things, but that's this is not one of them. But and I would tell anybody this. I go, it's in, and I and I mean this. And this is every every person that I know that I'm that I'm close to. If it's and I'm going to name people here. If you guys know these people in fitness, like Nikki Metzger is not going to be there if Nick doesn't isn't there. Mm-hmm. Hannah and Paulo, it's the same thing. BJ and Nina. Like it just, it, it can't, it can't happen unless you have this partner who's supportive and whether Heather like realized it or not at the time, like I signed you up for like a prison sentence. <laughs> I did like you're screwed. Yeah. I realized that later on. You're stuck here. 
Like there's, there's, if we're going to keep this community and these people and do this, you are connected to this. Just uh, keep thinking about that Hawaii place <laughs> you know? and, and then we'll be good. But again, like in, in, the, in the same note, she didn't fight it. She embraced it. She wanted to be a part of it. This is a super important to her life, just as it is mine. She would be crying if we close the doors tomorrow. Oh, it 100%. Be, it would be so sad. It has given me so much more than I could ever dream about. And just not not the money part. I'm the talking people. about the people, the community, the love, support, um, the fulfillment, the, the thing- friendships. It's like what life's all about, you know, the real, true meaning of happiness. And, and even like, and I don't want to name specific. And health, like obviously number one is help me continue to be healthier person. But even like last Sunday, I got a phone call. I got to take it. I got a guy here. He's, you know, quitting his job because he's like, it's making him unhealthy. They rely on us. We had a, a, another client just come in. Super sad story. On a Sunday, we're not open. Just She's comes kind of having a family crisis. And so we, we were filming on a Sunday together, just him and I, and then we we're like, this is way more important, and this is why we do this. And so we sat with her for 45 minutes yeah. and talked her through all this stuff. And that's not to say, like, we're awesome people, I go, but that's just part of what this community is and what we do. And that's what truly matters. It's not like the social media videos, you know? <laughs> no, if they if those help you guys, awesome. That's yeah. that's what they're there for. Absolutely. Uh, um, but th- there's so much more that you don't get to see and it doesn't get shown. And I say that because... If if she didn't wasn't like down for this ride, this could have never grown and become that. And if she's like not part of this in the way that she is, she's off of it. And and I say that all that because, and I don't mean this negatively. For some of you guys, you're gonna be with a partner and somebody, and it's not gonna work out. And I don't mean your relationship's not. Their dream might not pan out the way that they thought it would. And I'm not saying you're gonna kill it. You're gonna let them do their thing, but you have to know who you're connected to. Like if I came in next week and I was like, hey, Heather, I'm going to uh, start an interior design business. And this is really my passion now. I would love to see <laughs> and, what your interior design but what what like. And what if I was like in some weird way, like I said, I was a dead serious. You would have to talk me out of it. And be like, Jeremy, have you, really, you know what I'm saying? Like, Jeremy, have you really thought this? I would be like, who's lost who's, his mind. Who's the guy we watched the other night? He's the best. David. Um, oh, my God. HGTV, tattoos, oh, yeah, yeah. super flamboyant. He's the fu- what he's is the fu- his name. Pull his name up. He does like the lottery. Oh my god, he is the fucking. He, that dude is the best. He's all time. So if I came to you and I was like, you know what, I'm just tired of this fitness stuff. I really just want to be David from HGTV. David Bromstad. David Bromstad. That dude is the best. Like he he could be just on every show they have. Like I could just watch that guy like live his normal life. He's also a designer. Well, ob- look at obviously. Well, an interior designer, and then he's on the but show. Just the ho- his hosting skills. He's so entertaining. Oh, he's the best. But if I came to you and said, "Hey, I'm going to be the next him," you have to look me dead in the face and be like, "Bro, this ain't for you. Like this is not in your skill set. This is like you're you're crazy." And I don't want you to tell your partner that, but you have to know if your partner is kind of way off what they're capable of accomplishing yeah. or what they're real if they're really passionate about it. And, and again, I'm not saying don't believe in them. I go, and not that I couldn't like become, I couldn't, I'm just fucking terrible. Like I just, it's not my thing. 
But even if I said I had you a new... You are really... You could, be an or, you could be a professional organizer. I will say he is amazing at organizing. It might not look cute, but I can get it no, organized. No, but you would, you're really good at decluttering and organizing. Yeah, that I could do. So um, you could do that. But my point is that... That's it, what I would have to tell you. Yeah. You might not be able to design but, and decorate. So what I'm saying is that's the way you do support your partner. And by Heather not shooting me down and telling me I suck at that, she pushes me into organizing, which is like not even anything close. But the closest thing I could do to it because I don't have this skill set. No, it's very close. Yeah. You know that like people pay a lot of money to hire organizers. Yeah, but that's not the same though. That's not the same. It's similar though. Like organized No, I, I get it. But yeah. like if my dream was this, but you did the nice thing. It made me feel like it was the same, even though deep down I know it wasn't. But I, I, my point is... That's supporting your partner too by knowing their skill set and helping them and knowing what they're capable of. And I say that because sometimes you're with a partner and they just have these quick flash ideas. Like they want to move to Hawaii or they want to have a goat farm and a mini horse and whatever. And you have some just have to turn take it for what it is, right? <laughs> so that's a great way. Um, it's all the journaling. It's just like all the dreams I have. It just, it just lets them free flow out of my mind on paper and then i get really excited about the future <laughs> i know i am man I'm, I'm all for dreaming and who never you never know like i don't know what will happen okay Maybe. next question how many more are we gonna do um number 11 12 13 14 the a couple of them are really quick so um okay number 11 how do you stay supportive of your partner who's not consistent with fitness that's tough um i've done a podcast on this we have a lot of clients too that struggle with this when their spouse doesn't want to work out or eat healthy. But yeah, you you have a lot of podcasts talking about this. The one thing I'll say is you don't make them do it. Nobody can. Mm-hmm. They have to want to do it. In the the quickest fast advice, um, I could give you is just keep doing what you do. And J- just and, keep eating right and showing up and you training and come from a place of like love and concern you know maybe they haven't had their blood work done in a while maybe suggest like hey you need to do your annual blood work and um just to actually get them to go see a doctor and maybe see it see the results like scare them into it i mean that's my approach i don't know if that no it's it's a good well i'm talking about from the inside out so it's coming from a place of like you Not want like, them to live a longer life. You know, if you have kids, you want them to be able to feel good and be there long term and not have any issues with your health until later in life and things like that. So if you can kind of start with where they're at um, with their results from the doctor and then maybe you can start in- incorporating more exercise and healthy eating. Other than obviously you leading from the front and you just being consistent with your fitness and your eating and you're not going to deviate, they'll eventually gravitate towards you. 99% of the time, that's what I've seen happen. It might take you five years, but eventually they're going to come around. And if you don't want to wait that long, obviously you can do Heather's suggestion because sometimes blood work does scare people straight. And maybe you can slip your doctor a couple extra bucks to make it look extra bad and like freak him out. Um, I hate to say that, but sometimes it's true, man. Because here's the thing. If it's not a problem today, eventually it's going to be. It's not, you know, if, but it's when. And what I would ask that person is, why don't you want to be healthier? Why don't you want to be more active? Why don't you want to move better and feel better? And fuck, fuck the looking better stuff. Like and why do you want to choose the harder? And 
really it's the harder way to live life when you feel sicker, slower, you know, mentally exhausted, physically exhausted, your body aches and pains and you just, I don't know why you wouldn't want to choose the positive route. Yes, it's hard work, but it's going to make you feel so much better. Like, what kind of hard do you want to choose? It seems like it's a given. Well, and you can just ask them, like, hey, you know, what is more important to you than how you move and feel? Like, is whatever other activity you're doing more important than this? And I'm not saying you got to cut out all the foods and drinks and, and work out seven days a week, but it takes it's pretty small effort. So what I would say to you is lead from the front, ask them and frame these questions this way. And invite them to do things and just always keep inviting them in and don't never not invite them. Hey, do you want to go for a walk with me? Hey, we're going to go ride bikes. Hey, I'm going to go to my group workout. And if nothing else, find some things that they love. Ask them, hey, you know, do you like playing like, you know, slow pitch beer league softball? Like anything is better than nothing. You can join a kickball league. Like you can play pickleball. You can do anything. There's so many communities and so many options. So just and again, at the end of the day, you just keep doing it. And I promise you, they're going to gravitate towards you. You're not going to, you know, fall back into what they're doing. And at some point, you know, the pain of not doing it will have caught up to them. And I, and I hate to say that, but eventually they'll join you. Good answer. Boom. Kids versus no kids. Um, so. What does this mean? I don't know. It's, I think. You have way more money with no kids. <laughs> way more free time. Yeah, but so I'm, I'm kidding, I don't know everybody. if they're just asking us, um, but yeah, we're definitely open. To, we're definitely open to it, and I think we would re- regret not having kids. So Heather would. <laughs> Whatever you say, I'm fine either way. I think, but how, how do I know? I don't know. Like, if someone asked me, "Hey, would you regret it next week?" No. Would I regret it when I'm 90? Uh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Probably. I know, but I, I don't know. know. I'm, I'm not 90. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think I can't, you would. I can't, I'm, I'm sure I would when I'm super old and going to die. But it's definitely a conversation you should have um, in your relationship. And we do. And we talk about it all the time. And um, but yeah, I, I'm, like, I, do you, I'm like, do you want a condo in Hawaii or do you want a kid? You know, like, what, what do you really want? Like, what's more important? He's never actually said that until now. <laughs> <laughs> you can book it, everybody. You can have one, but you can't have both. Because that thing is expensive. Like you are more on the kid train than me because you're getting older <laughs> first of all your dude Clint was having kids he's like 90 he's still out there fucking pumping him out um no i don't know man like we're definitely open to it and we just we're, let, we let life yeah we had a lot of things here's the thing for us i'm not again like well like, i'm from the midwest and this is i'm not this is not a blanket statement a lot of my friends have like five kids dude and they're super happy a lot of them and i'm happy for them and i love them and i love their life but we I just knew my personality type of what I, I, I personally would have regretted if I didn't do it early on. Same. And I knew I didn't, I don't come from a place for money. My parents don't have any, I didn't get any. And that's, there's a financial constraint there. And I, I didn't, I love my family. I love my parents. They did the best they could. I didn't like the way that I grew up like with like not having like money for certain things. And I didn't want to repeat that same mm-hmm. shit. It's like if my parents would have had me when they were 16, I didn't want to have a kid when I was 16. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to have to go through the same stuff. And so for me, it was important to be financially independent. And I thought if I could get rid of that extra stress, it would alleviate some other things. And I know how much this life was going to take for me to build. And I didn't want to take away from that. And I also, for us, I wanted to travel the world with her. She brought it to me and I'm like, well, I know when I'm older, 
I'm not going to put up with the same bullshit in terms of travel. So I'm like, I'm willing to take a cheap flight to get to Bora Bora Mm -hmm. and Tahiti to see. Yeah, I just had goals for myself individually and for us as a couple before we had kids. And I feel like now we've accomplished pretty much all of them. And so we're in a really good place. If we did have kids, if, you know, that happened in the near future, then yes, like we purposely... I wouldn't freak out about it now like I would have at 27. And we wanted to wait. Um, and so that's what we did. And not everyone's like that, but I also feel like the, the people that are feeling pressure, if you're younger or even if you're older, just focus on what you truly want to get out of. It's your own life. So start accomplishing the things that you want to do. And, um, this kind of goes into 13, how to find yourself in your thirties single or in a relationship. And I just knew I wanted to work on things, just getting to know myself even more, especially in my 30s. I feel like I've grown substantially even in the last couple years and to get to a place where I am more prepared to be a parent was really important for me and to have all these memories and experiences in my 20s and my 30s to help me find, yeah, who I truly am and what I truly want moving forward. And so just take the time and try a bunch of different things. Take risks and have adventure and um, just, I think, taking the time to put in the work like journaling or just some sort of goal setting to really understand what do you truly want for yourself and your life moving forward. And if there is really things that are important to you and you want to do, just do them, dude. Like you only get one life. And that was always something, I guess, at a younger age, I just identified with and made that a priority to go out and follow my dreams. And again, you're going to build things and you're going to be patient. And I, I said this to, you know, again, if I could do things to the podcast, if I was 25, what would I do different again? Like fitness wise, um, a lot of things, obviously, but in life in general, I would have done some things different. Like, I don't know because I can't go back and relive it, but there's things I gave up to be here. Mm-hmm. Did I have to give all those things up? If I'm being honest, I don't think so. I go, but I didn't know where that line was, right? But I, like, luckily, like I'm with a partner who's like, hey, dipshit, we're going to Rome. And you're going to see the Colosseum and you're going to the Vatican and we're going to go to the Amalfi Coast. I never would have done that on my own. You know, but that was important to her. And I'm like, well, it actually seems pretty badass. Like, let's do that. But we're finding that like together. Well, and I like set the goal uh, when we got married. Okay, I want to do five international trips in five years. <laughs> and your family thought you were an idiot. Starting with our honeymoon. And that's <laughs> like, what we did. They're like, you're crazy. And I'm like, well, this is what we're doing, kids. When I really, really want something, I will get laser focused on it and make it happen. So you're the same way. Um, and again, like, but it comes down to how bad do you really want something, and and then figuring out a plan to make it happen. So and again, if for everybody who, because we're in this age group now, where we're in the uh, divorced age group, where like our friends are either like divorced or the ones who have never been married or are obviously still married, but the ones who aren't married are going to are single. Yeah. yeah, What's I mean? Like they're going to meet someone who's probably already been divorced and they're in this weird or has kids. Yeah. We had scope in there 
and maybe they've had a career, they're looking for a different career. You're not old, dude. Like you are going to live, if you're 40 right now listening to this, you're going to live a whole nother lifetime plus, God willing. So you're going to live to your 88, to your 95. You have decades left to live. This is a, it's a, it's a growing process. You're becoming always the person you're going to be, but you're always kind of looking at your future self. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like always kind of chasing it. And I say that because I was not, and if you want to talk about like the kid shit, I, first of all, I have no, first of all, I have no business taking care of a dog at 25, let alone a person. How my parents did it, and I'm not a complete fucking idiot, will, will always baffle me. Um, like in that I'm, I'm, I, I made it here, but I can't imagine, like I thought about the other day, I'm like, I, I tell the story where I'm like, I'm coming home from my dad from work and I'm going to race him. And like, he has work boots on and he just, and I'm fast. I'm like 10 years old and he just fucking smokes me and I'll never forget it. And I thought in my head, I go, how is this old dude in work boots beating my ass? Like at, at 10, I'm like getting like really fast, right? Like for, for what I'm going to be as an athlete. And then I thought about, it, I'm like, my dad was like 33 years old. <laughs> Like, you know, like I thought about the tangle, I'm 39. I'm still pretty quick. I go, he was 33 and I'm 10. What the hell? And I, I look at that. And so it's like, well, I don't ever judge my mom and dad. Like they did great. Obviously I'm, I'm hearing them alive and they're Absolutely. awesome. They're awesome people. How the fuck did they do that at 20, like three years old? I feel like I'm finally figuring out who I am and what I want in my 30s. Could you imagine you, when, when I met you, if you and I had a kid, when I met you, like what a fucking mess we would be like oh god i bless everybody's heart but like again my point is is it comes down to knowing yourself and i guess your partner and that's and we just wanted more life experience before that commitment and i think that's the biggest step to finding yourself is is uh the more experience you can have at at a younger age i think you learn so much about yourself and, and meeting all the people here that I've met mm-hmm. and all, our friends here. Yes, like meeting so many different us. types of people, having friends in different circles, different age groups, different backgrounds. I think that can really shape who you are and who you want to become. The, so. the last thing I'll say, when you're in whatever stage, it's your 20s, your 30s, um, just be a sponge, man, of, of the people around you. Um, the positive ones, obviously. And if you don't have a great circle, just find some other circles because your life does not have to look any one way. It really doesn't. And I mean that because I live this really, I like it, obviously. I love what I do, but I live this really strange existence that I never pictured for myself because I never saw anybody else do it and I didn't know it was possible. And even my friends who are in fitness don't do the exact same thing I do. I've just taken the best pieces from them and mixed it into the things I love to do and like. And I think sometimes when you maybe grow up in a certain place and you're in this geographical location around certain people, you see things as only one way. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to generalize here. Well, I, I graduate college. I meet a husband or wife. I work at this job. I have a couple of kids and we just kind of do this. That can be your life and that can be really awesome and that can be normal. I go, but it doesn't have to be. You can do this kind of alternative existence because you can see what's around and We're there's a no huge component of that. there's no right or wrong way to do it and you're not behind like you're not dude yeah, like throw out those timelines that's so old school mentality and the world has changed life has changed culture has changed like if you're not stop. married you don't have kids you haven't found it's your career okay. yet dude if you don't find like what you love to do until you're 45 awesome you the, have 45 more years and the to biggest live. thing is like being happy with 
yourself. Yes. That is the whole point and of I would, life. <laughs> I would rather have you, and this is me speaking as, as me, like an individual, like this is what I did. I'd rather figure out like what my own bullshit is and try to get past that and become the best person I can be before I'm, you know, going to pick a partner that I'm going to try to, you know, bring into or my bullshit. Or bring a life into the world. And that was my thing. Like, yes. I just need to kind of like, you know, figure out some things for myself first before I am responsible for a human being. <laughs> yeah. Cause there's a lot of times where I could barely take care of myself here guys. So last one is a funny one who controls the thermostat in your house. That is me. Yeah. I don't even try dude. I don't even like, I'm like very particular about, but I'm not that picky though. You're really good. The only I appreciate thing, it. The only thing I don't love is like sometimes in the living room, you turn the fan on like extra high. And just blast me out. Yeah, just because that room gets super hot. Well, and Heather, you're just, you're very particular. I, I, I pick my battles, you guys. We're both OCD in like certain ways, I feel like. 100%. Different ways. Um, okay. And those ones we'll save for the next episode. For sure. Um, okay, you guys, quick reminders. I'm going to pee my pants too. Me too. Um, Oh, the 34-day uh, ab and core challenge. If you guys want to check it out, the link's in the show notes. It starts tomorrow. Um, if you want to register for that, September the 12th. Uh, obviously, you get full app access. Again, there's stuff in the app all the time, you guys, if you want to check it out. It's a smoking deal. It's my way of kind of giving back to you guys and obviously continue programming and building a community digitally. A lot more stuff coming down there. So jeremyscottfitness.app and then jeremyscottfitness.app app slash challenge if you want to get down just a buck to join and then again if you want a sample of athletic greens hit me up if you want a sample of the beam cbd hit me up as well we also have a bunch of discount codes for jlab the protein turmeric collagen crow oils the kettle and fire bone broth dry farms wine and obviously all my stuff from sleeves sold separately so this is episode 499 which is crazy and so we'll come on and do episode 500 sometime next week which is super cool and then i got my man uh, david jack coming in the week after that which will be super amazing so i'm pretty jacked and get him back on here but as always you guys if you're on apple podcast drop it a five star leave a comment i truly would appreciate it if you're on spotify five star as well i'm gonna try to hurry up and do this so i can catch the vikings packers game here oh by the way what about washington state Cougs beating the Go badgers yesterday Cougs. what the hell you're even wearing your coog hat i know i, I thought about it till i had some of my notes right here the washington state cougars beat the badgers in wisconsin how embarrassing. It's a, it's a big win. How embarrassing if you're a Badger fan. Take that with They were like a whole different team this week, the Cougs. I was very, very proud to be a Coug. Didn't Coug it. It was great. <laughs> uh, again, you guys, if you like the podcast, share it with a friend, fan member. Um, send us your comments, your reviews. We love to hear your feedback as always. And if there's something you want to hear from myself or Heather or from us. Yeah, let us know. We'll get to it. So thank and you, thank guys. you for, yeah. Like you said, sharing, tagging, leaving reviews, it really helps. So we appreciate it. So have an awesome rest of your Sunday. And until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people. And please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.